They of Poitem narrate that in the old days, when miracles were as common as fruit pies, young Manuel was a swineherd, living modestly in attendance upon the miller's pigs. They tell also that Manuel was content enough, he knew not of the fate which was reserved for him. Meanwhile, in all the environs of Rathgore, and in the thatched villages of Lower Targamon, he was well liked. And when the young people gathered in the evening to drink brandy and eat nuts and gingerbread, nobody danced more merrily than squinting Manuel. He had a quiet way with the girls, and with the men a way of solemn, blinking simplicity, which caused the more hasty in judgment to consider him a fool. Then, too, young Manuel was very often detected smiling sleepily over nothing, and his gravest care in life appeared to be that figure which Manuel had made out of marsh clay from the pool of Harrington. This figure he was continually reshaping and realtering. The figure stood upon the margin of the pool, and nearby were two stones overgrown with moss, and supporting a cross of old worm-eaten wood, which commemorated what had been done there. One day toward autumn, as Manuel was sitting in this place, and looking into the deep, still water, a stranger came, and he wore a fierce long sword that interfered deplorably with his walking. Now I wonder what it is you find in that dark pool to keep you staring so, the stranger asked, first of all. I do not very certainly know, replied Manuel, but mistily I seem to see drowned there the loves and the desires and the adventures I had when I wore another body than this. For the water of Harrington, I must tell you, is not like the water of other fountains, and curious dreams engender in this pool. I speak no ill against onorology, although broad noon is hardly the best time for its practice, declared the snub-nosed stranger. But what is that thing? he asked, pointing. It is the figure of a man which I have modelled and remodelled, sir, but cannot seem to get exactly to my liking. So it is necessary that I keep laboring at it until the figure is to my thinking and my desire. But, Manuel, what need is there for you to model it at all? Because my mother, sir, was always very anxious for me to make a figure in the world, and when she lay a-dying, I promised her that I would do so. And then she put a gash upon me to do it. Ah, to be sure, but are you certain it was this kind of figure she meant? Yes, for I have often heard her say that, when I grew up, she wanted me to make myself a splendid and admirable young man in every respect. So it is necessary that I make the figure of a young man, for my mother was not of these parts, but a woman of Arclea, and so she put a gash upon me. Yes, yes, you had mentioned this gash, and I am wondering, what sort of a something is this gash? It is what you might call a bond or an obligation, sir, only it is of the particularly strong and unreasonable and secret sort, which the Firbolg use. The stranger now looked from the figure to Manuel, and the stranger deliberated the question, which later was to puzzle so many people, if any human being could be as simple as Manuel appeared. Manuel at twenty was not yet the burly giant he became, but already he was a gigantic and florid person, so tall that the heads of few men reached to his shoulder, a person of handsome exterior, high-featured and blonde, having a narrow small head and vivid light blue eyes and the chest of a stallion, a person whose left eyebrow had an odd oblique droop, so that the stupendous boy at his simplest appeared to be winking the information that he was in jest.